Science, Social Climate Change. So, like, you, you got Narcan twice, you... No, I got Narcan five different times. The five last different time I overdosed. Times. Last time you overdosed, you were with your ex. Mm-hmm. I overdosed on the street. They Narcan me five different times. They let me leave that same night. And it, the crazy thing is, is this drug has so much power and control over your mind. Which one? Heroin. But you took fentanyl when you overdosed. Yeah, but I didn't know it was fentanyl. Does it hit the same? It, it, it hits stronger, and that's why people overdose so more so frequently yeah. yeah no no mac miller peep died yeah. because of it yeah because it's just so much stronger so the high is way more intense but you get sicker quicker like it doesn't last as long it doesn't have legs as we call it's it it's a fucking cheap ass high yeah it's a cheap ass high and it's so fucked up that this heroin fentanyl whatever opiates has such a has spin on my head that even though i overdosed and left the hospital i went and bought more because i was like shit this this stuff's good that i want same more day. of it the same day you were like i like this yeah and then I found out I had warrants, so I went to court for my previous charge. And because I was out on bond, they locked me up that same day. And so you I, get wait, okay, okay, hold on. So let me get this straight. So you overdosed, you go in the hospital, they let you out, you go to jail, you got the bond, and then you. Pick I already up. had, I already had the bond, but I, I turned myself in for the previous <clears throat> charge because I was out on bond when I overdosed and got uh, was in the hospital. And I found out I had warrants when I got out of the hospital. So I was like, well, I already have to go to court for my previous charge for ODing in my parents' house. So I was like, let me just go to court and turn myself in. So they arrested me in, in the courtroom. And I did six months from, for two possessions, a paraphernalia, and a petty larceny. What the hell was um, petty larceny? What happened so it's there? like under like $500. I oh. was, because like... You know, I had a full-time job, but on the side, I was, like, either, like, robbing people or robbing stores, and when I caught the petty larceny, it's because I stole from Walmart. I was, like, stealing speakers, and, and they caught them. me, and I was selling them to, like, my dope man for, for like, he would trade it, because if I couldn't sell it at a pawn shop, he would give me, like, a $500 speaker, he would give me, like, maybe $100 worth of dope for it, but it, to me, it didn't matter, because it was free anyways. That's crazy. Like, literally, I'll tell you a story. I was I lived with this dude, right? And he was, like, one of my good friends. Like, we were becoming best friends. We both had really nice cameras. I st- and I had an all-right camera. He was a rich kid, but he OD'd on heroin. His parents were checking his bank accounts, making sure that he wasn't taking out money and shit. Um, so, I think one night he was jonesing or something. Mm-hmm. He literally... Oh my god, I remember, like, all, all of a sudden I just hear someone just run out our front door, and then wow. comes back in an hour, and I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck? The water on the shower turns on, takes a three-hour shower, oh my god. I wake up the next day, both our cameras are gone. I confront him about it, anyway, he denied it till the day's over, and it's like, that's a whole another story, but he, he sold the cameras for dope, ultimately, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't admit it to me, but... Whatever, but so I understand like where that is. Yeah, so you do anything for and high, like and like I didn't like ever have like sex with anybody for for drugs, and I don't ever like look down for people for doing that. But that just wasn't my thing. I'd rather just like either work for it or like rob somebody for it. And like I'm not proud of it, but it, you know when you're in that mindset, it's like it controls your brain, and you'll do anything for the next fix because you don't want to be sick. It literally controls everything about you. No, I get that. Um, shit, like, if I'm being, like, 100% honest, like, I'll tell you, like, 
I tried it once mm-hmm. and luckily it's in my nature it's who I am to not enjoy opiates mm-hmm. I like other drugs I love like I'm never gonna say I don't like drugs I like drugs yeah um, <laughs> yeah right but it's like opiates for some reason that was just never I always got sick like even off a little bit and so mm-hmm. it's like I even tried it and like the next day I was like that that feeling sucked I yeah. hated that my body mm-hmm. wait no no my mind knew like I hated it okay. I was you were I was like I knew that was a bad experience but my body yeah. Literally was like, dude, mm-hmm. I kind of liked it though. Yeah. It was like, I like that. Like for me, like when I first did it, it was like, wow, this is what I've been missing my whole life. Like it just That's, clicked in me. Yeah. I think it definitely touches a fucking primal nerve in people. Mm-hmm. And that's like mm-hmm. fucked up. And I had a lot of trauma in my life when I was a kid. And like, so like I always had problems sleeping and my mind would be racing and I had really bad anxiety. So when I started doing, you know, heroin, it like, it shut that all down for me. And that's like what I got addicted to before I even physically got addicted to it. Did you, were you like drinking beforehand too? No, I never was a big drinker. I never really smoked weed other than when I was in high school. Like I never was a drug alcoholic type person, but that heroin is like, this is what I was missing in my life. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I felt like that kind of about Adderall. I mean, I really like something because I'm, I'm ADHD, but kind of Mm self-prescribed. And so it's like, I'll try to do it just anyway yeah but uh you're clean now right yep um a little over six months clean congrats yeah thank you what happened with the last uh court thing like why did you have to go back to court like last week or something like that um because i when i when i got out of jail in june i was clean for two months got back with my ex he was still getting high so i relapsed with him yeah, um, all, yeah, 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 yeah. I started getting high for like a month, and I did drugs that I never thought I would do. I was smoking crack every day. I was shooting up meth, um, shooting up coke. Oof. And then one day we went on a run to go rob um, a store for something to like get money. We, we were like Straight selling up Legos. Rob. Yeah, we were like uh, selling Legos because it's like a really high profit at this like Lego store. Holy shit. And like actually selling Legos? Yeah, it's like a Lego store. It's like a pawn shop for Legos. That's, I've never heard of and this shit. And if you shit. get like a lot of them, let's say it's $500 worth of like Lego store price, if you go in there with them, he'll give you half the price. So but it's wait, like. I'm really curious about that. Like, do you, <laughs> do you mean like regular ass Legos? Yeah, like, like Legos. The, like Walmart, like, but kids like the that, Star Wars, yeah, ones? like the ones that they build, like Harry Potter, all of that. And Harry Potter was like one of the most like popular ones because everyone, a lot of kids love like Harry Potter and shit. <laughs> or like you can go to like Barnes and Noble and they have the ones that you can build like the Eiffel Tower or the Capitol and they're like two hundred dollars. Those are collectibles. Yeah, and we used to steal those too. But I had gotten caught at Walmart, which I didn't want to go there. I told my ex, I was like, we've already been caught here before. I don't want to go there again. I they have secret shoppers, facial recognition. We're already banned from there, and we went. And the cop pulled us over. He went to jail because he ran from the cops. And he already had warrants out for a larceny that I was not a part of. And they let me off that night with a summons saying I had to show up for court the following week. And so I was either go to court or try to find me a rehab. My cousin, he's really big in the um, in a sobriety community. And he met somebody. He knows somebody that got me a scholarship to Florida full scholarship for rehab an intensive rehab where I wasn't allowed to have my phone or communication or leave for two months I did that um that's that's interesting like I don't think that they have enough uh money to like it's funny how much money they put towards like prisons mm -hmm, but not but where but where the fuck is the money to the rehab exactly I feel like in a way they don't want people to rehabilitate or they think people can't 
It's like if people are willing to get better, then they're going to get better. Of course, they're not going to get better better if they don't want to. You have to be willing to change your life. It's not easy being sober. Even people that aren't even addicts still like to go out and have a drink or smoke weed or this and that. You know what I'm saying? Like People like to wind down. So it's not easy being stone cold sober, but if you're doing the right things and and doing it the right way, you can be sober and be happy. So did you go to prison or jail? I went to jail. So... What kind? Do they have any kind of rehabilitation programs within that that worked at all? Or? I mean, they have a um, a place called the Rise Program um, at the jail in New Kent, but it doesn't really have very high success rates. Yeah, there's people coming in and out constantly. You know, because people don't take it. Because when you're in jail, like people take sobriety or whatever seriously, but when you get out in the real world, it's it all that goes away. You forget about everything that you did in jail you know what I mean because it's the real world so that's you've been waiting to get out there and you're finally out there I mean I relapsed you know so but this time it was different because you know I went through therapy I talked about my feelings like I went deep down into the core of why I do drugs it's not even just because I like doing drugs there's a reason why I do them why is it I think a lot of it was just trauma um I didn't like who I was I was not confident of who I was and it's helped me to I mean, I'm still learning because I'm only six months sober and nobody's perfect, but I've learned to like accept who I am. And if no one likes me, then that's on them. It's not, it's not me. It's dumb. You yeah. know what I mean? And like everyone makes mistakes and I need to not beat myself down for things I've done or things that have happened to me and not play victim all the time. Cause I, I tend to play victim with situations and have people say, poor me, poor me instead th- of looking at myself. I mean, it's like. I would hate to say it, but I feel like that's the way that these jail systems and they kind of make a one in their feel. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're the phoenix that have to rise out of fucking ashes. And it's like, that's kind of what people do on the daily. Like, shouldn't yeah. we make it a little bit easier in general? Exactly. And I just, you know, like how, so curiosity was like, how would you make the fucking rehabilitation programs better in those jail situations? How would you make it follow one to make someone even want to follow that in the real world? What would get you going on that? Um, I don't know. Cause I just feel like sometimes like, cause I was in the program only for a few days when I was in jail and then I heard like stories of everything, but I just feel like they don't go it about the right way. They don't like, what, what do they do wrong? I, I mean, cause it's ran mainly by inmates and I get it. Like, you know, you have to have your peers teach you things, but it's not, it's basically based on just money. Like, every time somebody goes into that program, they get paid. So, they don't really care. The inmate gets paid? No, like, the jail people. The people that work, like, oh, the, the sheriff. And like, he gets paid every time somebody signs up, even if they quit a day later. They still get money for it. So, it's only, you know, like, it's all about money. They don't care if people rehabilitate. I feel like they should have therapists come in because it's not just learning what the steps are and how to work the steps. It's You also have to go deeper than that. You have to go into somebody's, like, soul and see why they act the way they act because it's not even just drugs people are in there because they act out and like robbing people or stealing cars and that 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 is an addiction on its own you get addicted to anything it doesn't have to be drugs you can get addicted to sex prostitution anything you can get addicted to feeling bad and you'll find like that's why people cut exactly like it's like you get addicted to these releases it Mm -hmm. feels like you know and it's like what i find interesting is like because we all have yin and yang right Mm -hmm. a good side and a bad side my thing is how, because obviously society is having an issue with dealing with the dark side of things, and that's a like a hard thing to deal with. Mm-hmm. So how there must be a constructive way that we can that we can like you know 
flourish our dark side in a way. Like, yeah. how do you let loose on your dark side without it being detrimental to everyone around you? Exactly, yeah. And that I don't have an answer to. Like, I don't know. Like, in lack of, for if I had to guess, I would say it has to, like, the only good way for dark feelings is art. Is literally, like, being a, in a screamo band and, like, <laughs> fucking screaming or, like, writing, yeah. like, some mean-ass poem or, like, mm-hmm. write some random shit, just write fuck, like, a million times in spray paint. Like, yeah. it literally... It, it just, I think you're right. And I think it's really nuts that, like, I just think it's nuts that, first of all, that the U.S. government wanted a prison system to act as such. They wanted a business. Mm-hmm. They wanted to create a governmental business. And mm-hmm. that is exactly what the prison system is. Exactly. That's why they flooded the streets during the Reagan era with all these drugs that are highly addictive to human mm-hmm. beings. It's like they understood what was going on. Mm-hmm. And so what they decided to do was make, cash in on this. Oh, it's so nuts. It's like a dealer, literally. It's like a dealer giving you the first hit for free. Because they know you're going to come back. Exactly. And that is crazy. So messed up. And it's crazy because we look to them for help. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's where the fucked up part is because they're not Mm -hmm. down to help because they're not making money from it. No. Not at all. So it's like, that's why I just don't, you know, I'm kind of at a stalemate on the whole issue. Like, I don't know exactly... Because now we're looking to peers. And like you said, you you, you know, as great as it is to learn from your peers, you need mm-hmm. someone coming in elsewhere. But it's like, there's no one there. Yep. Besides musicians. It has has people looking up to musicians, artists. It has people looking up to, like, yeah. Like, I don't even know. Like, it has people looking up to sometimes the wrong people. Exactly. And I just, I don't know, you know? Like, influences are really big. That's why, like, I try to post, like, such positive things on my Facebook where, like, people that are down at work I try to be uplifting and positive to them because it's like how you go about your life people can see that and they 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 crave to want to be like you or like be happy like you and they can feel your vibes like I've noticed I've met new people and they said as soon as they speak to me they just feel this great aura about me that I just beam like confidence and just like great things a positive ass vibe and it's like it used to be like that even before drugs I was never like really that positive but I've learned to be that way because if you continue to try to like stay in that negative spot you're never going to get out of it you know yeah, I'm just, that's a very, so do you think, like, I, like, do you think, you didn't, like, you know, relapsing, overdosing, going to jail, do you think that is what made you a positive light? Is that what you're saying? Because I, I do mean, believe that our, our negative situations do shape us. It did help, but I think, honestly, like, the, the, when I got caught with my ex, it woke me up, like, dude, what the hell am I doing, like? I'm about to go back to jail again and lose my life again. It's not worth it. And, like, even when I went to rehab for the first few weeks, I wasn't even about it. I didn't believe in AA. I didn't believe in any of that. But the longer I was in there, like, I actually believed it and felt confident about it. And I remember my last day of IOP before I came home. What is IOP? I don't know what that um, is. It's just, like, an outpatient, like, treatment. Instead of being, like, inpatient. Inpatient, outpatient. Yeah. It's just, like, well, you can still go home, but you come to class for, like, a few hours. Oh, is that, like, a rehab if you're... Yeah. So it's rehab for people who are in the real world. Yeah, exactly. Um, And I remember one of the therapists, he said to me, he goes, I'm very proud of you. He goes, I remember when you first came here, you would slouch in your chair. You didn't care about nothing. You didn't believe in this. He goes, but you sit up now with a positive attitude and you sit straight up in your chair like you believe in this and you want to share the positive messages to other people. And he goes, that is amazing to me. This is why I do my job. Yeah, no, I'm, can I be honest? When did he say that to you? Um, in January. Well, okay. I just remember you worked here maybe last summer for like a mm-hmm. little bit. 
and we got in a fight. Like, me and you were on a party oh my God, together. I remember that. I remember it, too, and it was, like, an asshole part on me, but it's, like, you looked at me, you're, like, what did you do? And I was, like, I didn't fucking do the checks, and, like, either way, like, we were both mm-hmm. off, like, I, yeah. you know, honestly. Like, I just was not in the right place as well. But know? what I find is very interesting is, like, when you came back, like, there was mm-hmm. a shift. Yeah, and, and it's I amazing. Mean that. Yeah. And, I'm, and I mean, like, I, I, I noticed it, and everyone else, like, I'm no notices it, and it's, like, it's just a what 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 the hell can you like why what made that shift? I don't know. Like I feel like I also had like a spiritual like experience. Like when I was down in uh, treatment, I noticed because everyone has their own like spiritual experiences, and one of mine was I noticed how I was like I felt warm and happy inside when I saw people doing well in life and and enjoying things and improving and. And just doing, just doing well in life, and that, and that was amazing to me because before that, even before drugs, like I was so negative. I didn't want to see people do good in life. I was jealous. But now, like instead of being jealous, I I root for people, and that's just amazing to me that I can go from this to that. I just, you know, and I think it is too. I just really, I want to learn how to do that. Like, yeah. how does one? You know, it's like, I, I, I remember I was negative and I was feeding off of a lot of people's toxic, like, toxicity. And I was like, okay, fine. If that's the game everyone's playing, I better be twice as toxic. Yeah. How do you, how do we combat this in a world that wants us to be toxic? In a world that floods, like, drugs into the communities, how do you combat that? And, like, if you haven't, like, how did I you mean, combat that? I don't know. What I made don't, that What made A that lot change? of it helped with, like, because, like, we do this thing and AA, and also like an NA, but I'm more AA-based, it's called a four-step. And you you sit down and you write down all these people that you're resentful for. Even like over the littlest thing. It could be something stupid like, the girl in high school stole my scrunchie, but I I still resent her for it. (laughs) And then you write down the list, and then you write down why you resented them. And then you go back on the next part, and you see your part in the situation. So it makes you look back at yourself like, maybe it's not just these people, maybe it's myself, and what am I doing to to cause this situation. That's really, that's really fucking interesting. Yeah. And I feel like, honestly, you don't even have to be addicted to drugs or alcohol or whatever to do this four step. I feel like normal day people would, would benefit in doing a fourth step because it makes you sit back and look at yourself the way you don't want to look at yourself. Cause people don't want to see themselves as the bad person in the situation. They want everyone else to be the bad person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Makes them feel yeah better. And then once you look back and see how, how Cause like even like with some of the trauma, let's say somebody like raped somebody. Okay. It's not saying that, you know, when when you look back at your part in the situation, it's not saying that what that person did is okay. But how are you living your life after the fact? How are you going about your day? Yeah, this person may have raped you, but by you going about your life angry and upset with everybody and miserable, it's not helping. It's not helping you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's destroying you. So In you fact, have that to, person wins more. Yeah, the person wins. So what you have to do is forgive them, not for them, but for yourself, so that you can move on with your life. That's, and that, I know that's tough, but that's what you have to do. Because if not, you're going to sit and, and and wallow into in your misery until you can't take it anymore. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's really nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what else to <laughs> say right now. Oh, my God. Do you have, like, an Instagram you want to shout out? I do not. Well, it's Alyssa. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Say bye to the people. Bye. Peace out, guys.